Welcome to Power Past the Competition, the podcast where John Latka, a retail automotive expert with an undeniable track record in sales leadership, employee development, and performance management, shares ways and means to help you get energized and rev up sales. And now, here's your host, John Latka. Welcome back, everyone. I'm John Latka, and this is Power Past the Competition, our monthly podcast for June 2022. This episode is about service advisors, the unsung heroes in automotive dealerships, RV dealerships, power sports dealerships, and repair shops. Why would I class them as unsung heroes? Because they seldom get the recognition they deserve for all they do and all they're responsible for. Many of us forget that the service advisor is the most important employee in the service department when it comes to the customer. Generally, they're responsible from the initial contact with the customer, updates on the status of the vehicle, and the final stages of quality control and delivery. In essence, They are the only visible lifeline a customer has while their vehicle is in for service. The professional service advisor has to be approachable, always use the customer's name, take their time, and never put money ahead of people. They also have to be empathetic and honest while handling customer complaints and objections in the pursuit of additional business. They're responsible for three major areas in their interaction with customers. Communications, processes, and relationships. And their customers aren't just those people who've purchased a vehicle from their respective dealership. Their customers include the new vehicle and used vehicle departments, and those pesky salespeople that keep coming up to the counter to ask when their customer's vehicle is going to be ready for delivery. Not to mention the new vehicle sales manager wondering if the last truckload of vehicles have been through the shop, and the used vehicle manager asking if the vehicles that came in as trades are being reconditioned and they also have to communicate and deal with technicians and parts personnel. Now, let's just take a closer look at the highlights of what a service advisor does on a daily basis with retail customers. And keep in mind that most are coming in with a problem and many don't trust the service department. Having said that, the service advisor still has to smile and welcome the customer appropriately with a warm and friendly greeting and make a great first impression by using the customer's name and letting them know that you have been expecting them. They are responsible to ensure that the customer gets the sense that they are valued. This is all part of a foundation-building strategy to develop a long-term relationship with the customer. You see, before a service advisor can sell a product or service, the first thing they have to do is sell themselves. Because people buy from people, and the majority of people prefer to buy from someone they like, feel they know, 
and trust. In my opinion, the most important part of the interaction between the service advisor and the customer is the interactive service walk-around. Why, you might ask? Because the process allows for rapport building and enables the service advisor and the customer to discuss any issues or concerns, which leads to the service advisor being able to make appropriate recommendations. Not to mention that the more time a service advisor spends with a customer, the more likely the customer is going to say yes to any service or repair recommendations. And just picture this. As the customer walks around the vehicle with the service advisor, and the service advisor is showing genuine interest in the customer and their vehicle, the more the customer will trust that service advisor to give them the best advice. So, if you've done a proper interactive service walk-around, the customer will understand that any recommendation you make is based on a real, evidence-based concern and not just a standard sales pitch that many customers get. And let me assure you that once a customer has experienced a professional interactive service walk-around, chances are they'll want it done every time they come in. As you can imagine, the service advisor needs to ask the right questions to gather all the necessary information to write the repair order, commonly referred to as an RO. Then they have to estimate the cost and time of the repair or service, including parts, labor, and sales tax. Then explain what is going to be done and why, along with when the vehicle will be ready for pickup. And let's not forget that the service advisor also has to report on the progress by phone, text, or video, and advise the customer of any additional issues or concerns that may have come up. And once the vehicle is ready and the customer comes in to pick it up, the service advisor has to go over the bill in detail so that the customer understands what was done and why. They also have to let the customer know about the Customer Satisfaction Index survey they will be receiving regarding their service experience. Now, it's been said that when it comes to CSI scores in the service department, they are a reflection of two things. One, how well you treated your customer's vehicle, and two, how well you treated your customer. And it's easy to overlook, but what it boils down to is that the CSI score is all about customer service. So, if you wow the customer, chances are you'll get a great score. If not, and the customer felt that the only thing they experienced was indifference and simply another transaction, not only will your CSI score suffer, but you may be creating a customer retention problem. So I'm sure you'll agree that while providing good repair work is an essential part of customer satisfaction, it's even more important to deliver exceptional customer service. You see, what customers want, what customers are looking for, is an efficient and enjoyable experience. What they don't expect 
is to be wowed by the service department. So let's remember to always give the customer a reason to return. Now, at this point, I want to share with you the recent experience I had with a dealership service department. I was a few blocks from home and heard a noise outside my vehicle. At first, I thought it was coming from somewhere in the neighborhood. But when I put my window down, it was obvious that the noise was coming from my vehicle. It was a high-pitched noise, like a whine, that ran continuously. It was now after hours, so I decided to Google the noise, and my research led me to believe that it was a common noise from the PCV breather box. I called the dealership the next morning and got through to their BDC, the Business Development Center, and the appointment coordinator. I explained my situation, and she was able to book me in for the following week, which meant a five-day wait. The process went well, as they already had all my information, because I'd been a customer for many years. In wrapping up our conversation, she said, other than the major service you're coming in for, do you have any other issues you want us to look at? <laughs> my response was, no other issues, but you are scaring me by saying it's a major service. When I showed up for the appointment, I was greeted by a service advisor, and the first thing he asked me for was the mileage on my vehicle. So I went back outside and got the exact mileage. Perhaps the appointment coordinator should have told me to have that ready when I went into the service department. On the other hand, perhaps the service advisor should have offered to go out with me to get the mileage and then proceed with an interactive service walk around. Just saying. His next question was, where's the noise coming from? So me, being a smartass, said, the vehicle. The right question may have been, which part of the vehicle is the noise coming from? Once that was established and the work order signed, I left the vehicle and went home to wait for the update. I received a text with a link to a video indicating that I needed to replace the PCV breather box. The link included the total price with parts and labor and an option to approve the work. I immediately hit the approved button. The service advisor called me right away and said that the part would have to be ordered and that it would take two to five working days. Needing it to be done sooner, I suggested they have the part shipped overnight, so it would be here the next day. He said he would try, and in the meantime, for me to come and pick up the vehicle, so I did. The next morning, I waited until 10.15 and didn't hear from him. So I called the dealership, got through to him, and asked if the part came in. He put me on hold while he checked, and then confirmed that it was in. I said, great, I'll be over by 11. He then said that the technician that diagnosed the problem wasn't there, but that another technician would finish the job. That was information I didn't need to know. In addition, it was frustrating that as a customer, I'm the one that had to follow up to keep things on track, which made me wonder how long I would have waited if I hadn't followed up. So I took my vehicle in and went to lunch at a local restaurant while it was being worked on. 
When I got back from lunch, I sat in the waiting area. Interestingly, salespeople walked by me, but not one acknowledged me, much less asked what I was in for or what I was currently driving. In other words, no attempt at prospecting for customers in the service department. It wasn't long before the service advisor let me know my vehicle was ready and then went over the bill with me. The total was as agreed. I paid and drove home. What I haven't shared yet is that a warning light and message comes on every time the vehicle is started. The warning is bulb failure position lamp. The technician that diagnosed the problem started the vehicle two times, once to get it into the shop and then to drive it out. The technician that did the repair also had to start it two times. Obviously, they weren't paying attention or the job was not worth their while. Not to mention that an interactive service walk-around may have brought it to light. <laughs> no pun intended. In closing, being a service advisor is like riding a unicycle and juggling at the same time. It takes training and practice to become a real professional. And on that note, here comes a shameless plug. We offer a half-day service advisor seminar, live in person or live online. So, if your service advisors need a tune-up, don't hesitate to reach out for a free, no-obligation consultation through John Latka on LinkedIn, our contact page on AutomotiveBusinessSolutions.com, or simply call toll-free at 877-708-8484. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like it, share it, download and subscribe to it wherever you listen to your podcasts. And until next time, may God bless, good selling, and stay safe. Power past the competition with John Ladka. Sponsored by Automotive Business Solutions. Automotive Business Solutions, a boutique consulting agency offering workshops, seminars, and performance-specific software to help you power past the competition. Find Automotive Business Solutions online at AutomotiveBusinessSolutions.com. Thanks for listening, and please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. This has been a Podstarter production.